Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And welcome to Thursday, a.k.a. the day after uh, the Fed has raised interest rates by three-quarters of a point. Expected, uh, just as expected, I thought gold would pop. It is absolutely on fire right now. Up $32.1753. Silver. Up a dollar twenty uh nineteen eighty right now on silver. Uh and, and listen, this rally has a long, long way to go. Uh, the bottoms, you know, I've been saying, I thought the bottom at silver was in. I wanted to wait until yesterday to make sure that the gold bottoms in. They are in. Uh, we're going to go much higher from here. So get your, get your orders in. Stack it while it's still inexpensive here at 800 951 Zero five nine two and Jason uh, J Powell. So right now the Fed funds rate is between two and a quarter and two and a half. I think officially right now it's like two three six or uh, two three seven something like that. The ten year note down again today uh, and down pretty big. Down to two six seven. So we were at two seven five. We're now at two six seven. We're almost to the point where the ten year note is going to invert with the Fed funds rate, which just tells you uh, nobody attractive right now. Everybody's running for cover. That's right, Joe. That's right. And uh, you know, you you uh, you. you made some some predictions uh, early this week and last week and it's uh, it's it's going right according to plan Joe so it's, uh, it's going right uh, right to the path that you uh, showed us uh, what you you mentioned on the air especially yesterday and uh, here we are Joe in, in a weird world you know here's the thing you, you can see previous market crashes and and uh, boom cycles in the markets but they all are a little bit different right Joe and this one this one seems to be a lot different uh, in a lot of ways this is the hardest one. It really is because there is no good choices. And, and after the break, listen, we'll talk about what Jay Powell said. Here's the big thing, the, the, the real uh, cliff note versions of what he said. Man, inflation's bad, but the economy's slowing. And, man, we are just somehow hoping and praying that we won't have to raise rates much longer. Somehow inflation will go back down. I mean that that that's their prayer. They, it, it's not going to work. Uh, but the big thing that Jay Powell said is they they won't do another big rate hike. In other words, six weeks from now, uh, right now I'm still at a 50 basis point hike. Uh, some people are saying it's only going to be 25 basis points, but all indications are that the Fed is going to give up the fight on inflation, even though Jay Powell's insisting that's not the case. Uh, Jay said the bond market, especially what's happened in the 10-year yield, we don't get uh, data until they want to give it to us. And a lot of data we get 
is old. Uh, and and I'll, as an example, we talked about new home sales yesterday. Uh, pending home sales. This data is a month old. So pending home sales down over 20%. We're talking about more than a million homes less annualized being sold. We're talking about uh, existing home sales going back to like 4 million. Uh, this is a unprecedented type declines that you normally don't see. The last time we saw declines like this, it was the housing crisis. Uh, but, but again, I think that what the bond market is telling us right now is, hey, these investors, right, you know, and I'm talking the big guys out there, right, the hedge funds, the, the banks, the, you know, J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, all these guys, that the data they're looking at that is right in front of us right now must not look very good because they they are piling into this bond market and, and obviously today piling into the gold market. Uh, there's an article out uh, yesterday that China was in the gold market heavy heavy in the last six weeks, which kind of makes sense, right? China was buying the dip like everybody else. And Jason, I just get this feeling that they know the data points are not looking good because uh, we only get the older points. As an example, we are in a technical recession. We got second quarter GDP. It was negative, negative nine-tenths. That's the second straight quarter of negative GDP. That's always been a recession, but this time around, Jason, they're trying to convince us otherwise. Well, yeah, they, uh, from what you, you know, what you're telling people on the air is uh, that well, it, it'll be okay. I think I think we'll we'll all have to rate, uh, rate, uh, hike the rates too much uh, next time around in six weeks. And 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 Joe, I know that you believe that that's where they're going to head, but I mean, it's going to be a long six weeks. Think, things are, can change drastically. I mean, if we just look at recently what's happened with the inflation, in the middle of 2021, when it uh, when it got in April to 4.2, the inflation 5.0, and then it kind of stayed in the middle fives. It was transitory, right? But then in October it went to 6.2, and they that's when they started formulating rate hikes and change in policy. If this inflation doesn't dramatically start to come down, Joe, I don't know how they can get away with a quarter point in six weeks. I tell you right now, like I said, it's not good. Take the Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Under 9510592. Uh, just let you right, know right now, uh, I've got $20 liberties on sale right now. Listen, they jumped all the way to $2195. I'm going to give you an opportunity here. Uh, $2175 right now on a $20 lib at 800 Nine five one zero five nine two, and Jason. Just after the Fed came out with their three quarters of a per point rate hike, Jay Powell started talking. Gold started moving. So, uh, as an example, Kitco's got gold up sixteen or eighteen forty, and uh, I'm telling you, it's up thirty two. The price is the same. So seventeen fifty four right now on on gold. Uh, part of that was just because. Uh, the Fed times it this way on purpose. They like for the gold markets 
to be what they call uh, computerized trading. There's no live trading happening uh, while, while Jay Powell is talking. So we had gold already moving higher, uh, then it officially reopened. So where it closed in New York, uh, we're up over 30, almost $34 now. Uh, where it closed in after hours time, we're up about 18, but the price is the same. And again, this is, I think, just very simply put here, uh, the next op- obstacle here, uh, 17, that 1778-ish level, 1782, uh, which really isn't a very big number. Uh, then we'll hit that psychological 1800, and I think gold's going right through those. Silver, uh, get ready. Silver's going back into the 20s uh, already. Uh, think about it. Silver is up almost $2 already from the bottom, and it's got a long, long way to run. If you're looking for silver right now, I've got a, a total of two cases. That's it. Listen, silver, there's just not a lot of silver out there. And Jason will tell you every day, the wholesalers, they're supposed to be telling us what they have to sell. They're telling us what they want to buy, and silver is, is always on it. I got about 50 rolls of silver eagles at $710 at 800 So let's go through some other numbers here really quickly. Meta, a.k.a. Facebook. They, they should really change their name back. The first ever quarterly decline in revenue in company history, uh, which is obviously not a very good sign. Uh, everybody, Oblis claims came out today, up again, uh, up to now two hundred and fifty-six thousand. Jobless claims have been rising between five and ten thousand a week, and it's been doing it. Think about this: jobless claims in March were like one hundred and seventy thousand. So we're now up 256. We're two, two weeks, three weeks at most before we're back above that 270 and that 270 to 300,000 area. To Jason's point, how quickly does the data change in the next six weeks? If six weeks from now, jobless claims are 300,000 plus a, a week, uh, the Fed hikes could be over, I guess. I don't know. It, it will remain to be seen. Uh, and by the way, continuing jobless claims also up the highest. And, and we're talking, these are the highs going back eight and nine months now. And Jason, that jobs market picture, it's going to be interesting because the households, because we get, uh, I want to say, I think it's next Friday, we get the government jobs number. But the household survey for the last two months has been saying that well, the uh, the BLM, the Bureau of Labor, or the BLS, the Bureau of Labor Statistics is saying that there's there's still been job gains, but they did say most of the job gains are people getting second jobs or people getting third jobs. It'll be interesting if this number comes in, and let's just say uh, it's barely positive or even negative, you could see another big, big move in gold and silver prices if that's the case next week. What happens if the jobless claims go like three hundred fifty or 400000 in the weeks to come? 
and uh, then the CPI next month goes to 9.6. Which way does the Fed want to go on the next rate hike? You know, those are those are two different things, right, Joe? Completely different things. And and, and as an example, I'm just yesterday I told you about uh, Chipotle. Hey, we're Chipotle's already now take starting August first another add another four percent to all of our products. Uh, in addition to them, Unilever, McDonald's. Kimberly Clark, right, on and on and on, uh, saying prices are going to continue to rise. Walmart, obviously their earnings were not what people were hoping for, and they just keep saying, listen, here's the problem. Every time we order, when we reorder, they charge us more money. Uh, ben and Jerry's ice cream says they're raising prices uh, by 11%. Wow, that's kind of a big number. But price hikes, Jason, are continuing. And again, this is the situation you just talked about. What is the Fed going to do? The economy slowing. Whether or not they want to admit recession doesn't matter to me. So, Joe, right? remember when the, those inflation numbers came out for April, and it went from 8.5 in March to 8.3. Uh, but if you go to 2021... The March number was two six, which is kind of close to their target, and it jumped to four two. That's when the that's when the transitory thing was going to starting to get happen. So when when April twenty twenty two happened, and it was from eight five down to eight three, that's when I think they got all kind of remember they were all kind of okay. This thing looks like it's cooling off now. In June, or usually in in, uh, in May, it went to eight six. It went up, but May of twenty twenty one was five. So you it was five, and then it went up to eight six in twenty twenty two. So Joe, I mean, July is five four for twenty twenty one. If July goes to nine six or nine eight or some some bigger number, don't you think they, that a half a point is almost a must? And then they might have to consider you know three quarters of a point. They're going to you know we've said how many times they have to choose to attack the inflation or, or save the markets, Joe. That's just really what I mean, if the jobless claims keep going up, which is what's supposed to happen with the rate hikes, but the inflation keeps going. You know what what do you do? Yeah, and, and again, just remember. Uh, we had Barclays, n- another big losses there. We talked about losses from Credit Suisse. We yeah. talked about J.P. Morgan and how big of a risk they really are. It, and again, don't let's not forget what is happening in Europe right now. This is unprecedented. Uh, we're, we're we're fortunate here uh, to have crude oil a hundred dollars a barrel, and that's only because. We're pumping all this oil out of the strategic oil reserve. Uh, we haven't had a hurricane yet. The, you know we're gonna. It's coming, right? All of these other things, uh, uh, any t- any little hiccup, and, and we're gonna have that that oil pressure back up. To Jason's point, I think we're gonna get a little bit of a reprieve, possibly in the inflation number because of gas prices. But just like earlier this year, that could be very short lived. And all of a sudden, here it comes inflation back again, and, and the Fed's trying to, to not raise rates. It's just not going to work. This this plan won't work. Uh, this is a we're going into a depression, and this time it's going to be with inflation. Jason and I, we've been saying this what for how long, Jason? I mean, yeah. all of this year at least. Yeah, Joe. I mean, at some at some point, I think, and maybe this is what they're hoping for, Joe, that when the economy gets destroyed, that prices will come down because people won't be able to afford to buy stuff. And maybe that, and maybe that's what they're what they're, they're aiming for. 
and then in that position they would lower the rates and and come come into a more I guess what you would call normal business cycle. So maybe that's what they're aiming for, Joe. Maybe they're seeing all these these numbers you're saying. You know that the businesses are being crushed, housing's going down. Hey, but uh, maybe in their minds, Joe. Well, that means the prices are going to come down. But but see, this is different. This is 19. You know, you got to compare the 1970s to this, and they haven't been through this in you know 40 plus years. So you know that that's what I'm wondering, Joe. It's every man for themselves. If inflation keeps going up, and the Fed is gonna, they're gonna have to attack inflation. They they, they don't exist as a, as an entity if they let inflation keep going. I think they'll they'll blow up every business out there to keep their their system in place, Joe. We'll see what happens. Uh, I, I'm gonna just say this. Here's the big line from yesterday: spending and production have softened. That was the big line. That's what had yep. everybody saying, okay, the Fed's getting worried here. Uh, they still talk about job gains being robust. I just, I'm telling you right now, I think that ends next Friday. I think that ends next Friday. I don't think job gains are going to be robust. Uh, they cited, obviously, the war in Ukraine. Uh, highly attentive to inflation risk, uh, but the big line in the in the press conference: spending and production have softened. And to Jason's point, over the next six weeks, how much softer does it get? That's going to depend on whether we get fifty or twenty-five, and that'll also see how tough the Fed can talk if it really softens. It, let's just say I'm, I'm right, and all of a sudden the jobs number uh, is less than 100,000. Let's say it's not negative, but it's not three, four, five hundred thousand. It's it's 85,000 or, or, or 100,000, something considerably lower. Uh, th- then all of a sudden I think the Fed really starts to panic because then what do they do, man? We're going to raise, right? And I've been saying this already. Listen, I know this time they want to somehow tell us we're not in a recession, but by their own definition, we're in recession. Two straight quarters of negative growth. And think about what they've done. They've just raised interest rates 75 basis points twice in the last six weeks, right into the throes of this recession uh, just like I, I thought it would, Jason. Yeah, I mean, the problem could possibly be there are so many dollars coming back here that even though they're doing what they think they can do to make things better, and like you said, Joe, lowering the rates and getting back to some normalcy is where they want to get to. But if you know, we just talked about China and Japan; they're selling treasuries. Anything that can be anything that that dollars that I think a lot of these countries that hold. Well, we can't. Nobody wants this here. I can't give it to some other country. They don't want it. I'll just take it and send it back to America. They may have a situation, Joe, where they can't control the inflation if everyone's throwing dollars back here. That's that might be what they're not reporting and talking about, Joe. Is how many dollars are 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 still just pooling up here in America right now? Right, right now. I'm going to tell you right now. The uh, the 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 billionaires, the millionaires, the hedge funds. They're so nervous. They're buying it all. Uh, in the in treasuries right now, they're flooding in here. This is this liquidity thing is real. Uh, this I don't know how and when 
but very, very quickly, I think we could run into some very dramatic liquidity issues, and you could see certain stocks fall out of bed because there's nobody there to buy it because everybody wants to go to the sidelines. Uh, gold, uh, gold now at the highs of the day here, uh, approaching 1760 now. Uh, up $35, $36. Silver, uh, trying to breach $20. Again, uh, Silver Eagles, I only had 50 rolls. They're 710 a roll. $20 gold. This is the buy of the week, but probably the buy of the month, because I think gold's going on a rocket ship here. It's 2175 at 800 592 When we get Back. There's been a development with Joe Manchin reaching a deal with little Chucky Schumer, and it sure looks like the Democrats now are going to spend a bunch of money, and more importantly, they're looking to hammer Wall Street with big tax increases. We'll talk about that next. 800-951-0592. Gold is 1257 uh, in rising. Silver, uh, 1986. Uh, by the way, I just got handed a note. Uh, the world's largest wholesaler has no silver whatsoever. No utility silver, no junk silver, no dimes, no quarters, no halves. Uh, I do have some Silver Eagles still left here. Uh, we only had 50 rolls when we started. They're $710. Again, silver, uh, it's been so undervalued here. uh, I think we're going to see silver uh, really rally for the rest of this year. Gold, uh, I'm looking at 20 to 30%. Uh, we're talking some big percentages here in Joe. Remember the uh, even more. Remember the woman that uh, was buying and uh, buying all that silver just recently. Remember that woman buying yep. all that silver. The, uh, the in, billionaire in Texas. In yeah. Texas, and, and now she's unidentified, right? Nobody knows who she is. Is that right? Correct. Uh, I know that Glenn Biddle came on and said that one of the, there's only three billionaire women in Texas, and one of them is uh, one of the heirs to uh, Walmart. So being kind of the prime suspect who's buying all the silver. And, and, and it, it was an incredible amount. Yes. Uh, for those people that don't know what we're talking about, uh, a, a, a company has come out uh, that, that a billionaire, a female billionaire, had purchased uh, $500 million. I want to say, I think, I'm, I think that was what it was. No, wait, that's not right. I'm sorry. Uh, they were buy. I'll just say this: They were buying nine hundred thousand silver eagles a month, and they've been buying it every single month since the beginning of this year. Uh, and again, this is just something where, boy, you got to have a huge place to store that kind. I mean, when you're talking about nine hundred thousand silver eagles, that's eighteen hundred cases. A month, like a, a Walmart and, warehouse, maybe. I mean, wow, <laughs> that, it's a lot. Uh, so listen, premiums are going to rise, prices are going to rise even more. This is a great opportunity here because uh, now all all the computers are on their buy side. The momentum's on the buy sides here. 
start really putting it away. Uh, gold, $20 gold here, twenty-one seventy-five, and 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 again, that was gold was it wasn't seventeen fifty yet this morning. Now we're talking at seventeen fifty-seven. It's going to be going higher. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Big development outside of what Jay Powell had to say yesterday. Joe Manchin had an, uh, announced yesterday that he's reached a deal with Chuck Schumer to advance legislation. Now, here's what's funny. So this is a spending bill, right? This is a version of Build Back Better. It's scaled down, but these guys, they're such clowns. They're, they're calling it, and I can't even make this up, but they are calling it the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. I'm not kidding. Yup, somehow these idiot liberals believe that you can spend money you don't have and reduce inflation. Now, to be fair to Manchin, part of the reason he's saying that is because they're going to raise taxes on businesses. They're going to cut inflation taxes that Americans are paying, ready, by lowering the cost of health insurance. Now, how do you lower the cost of health insurance? Well, unless they tell all the unhealthy people to get off insurance, that's not possible. In other words, all this are going to do is the government's going to pay for more of your insurance. Which actually, then, think about this. Think about this adjustment. That actually means, hypothetically, hey, you're going to have a few more dollars in your pocket, which means it's going to be spent, which actually makes inflation worse. But anyway, they're also going to make sure they invest in what they're calling energy security and climate change solutions. In other words, solar panels, wind, right, all that they're going to give a bunch of money for that. That's That doesn't help inflation. Uh, but the big thing here, Jason, they're going to dedicate hundreds of billions of dollars to deficit reduction by adapting tax policies that protect small business and working class Americans while ensuring that large corporations and the ultra wealthy pay their fair share. I don't know, Joe. Sounds like... They're going to inflate things much worse. I mean, you tax businesses, they just pass the cost on to the consumer. So that's, that's more inflation. Let me tell you right now. It, it, it's, it's this just idiocracy. It sounded good, didn't it? If you didn't have, if you didn't understand economics at all, that sounded wonderful. Wait, you're going to lower my health cost? Uh, we're going to reduce the deficit? We're going to make inflation go down? And, and we're going to invest in green energy? Oh, that sounds great. Joe, the worst thing I think that the worst thing you mentioned that I didn't like is is when you use the phrase "to be fair to Mansion." I'm thinking, why? <laughs> why well, fair to Mansion? Again, he, he's been trying to hold it off. I think. Listen, people are in his ear telling the the recessions here. You better pick up some spending. It's obvious to me right now. It comes all down uh, Kirsten Cinema. I haven't heard where she's at. If she's on board with this. Uh, they can get this done with the old 5150. Uh, but again, that means raising taxes on big business. All they're going to do is add the cost on. That's all they're going to do. 
Oh wait, our cost. You raised our. What I mean, and what kind of tax rate are we talking about? Uh, you know, already I think closed loopholes would be way better than raising the taxes, right? If you want to tax business at twenty-one percent, well, don't allow them to somehow lower the tax bill to zero. The problem is, even if we did that, Jason, all like Amazon. If Amazon's got to start paying 20% taxes, they're just going to raise their price. That's how it happens every time. They're really, the the corporate tax rate should be zero. I don't even know why we we even have a corporate tax rate at all. It should just be a consumption more tax. More government, more government. Listen, we need to get rid of the central. You want to get rid of this nightmare. Wait, and, and, and again, this is going to be an absolute nightmare. We need to get rid of the central bank, and we need to get rid of big government. It is time... I- percent haircut in government we we need government in cut in half at least half probably more than that government is the problem they can't provide any of these solutions i've said it over and over and over again do you think you're going to have prosperity through the printing press you're nuts i'm going to tell you right now not only are these businesses going to raise prices you know what they're going to do they're going to fire people that's how they're going to pay for that tax hike idiots Hey, but that's why I, I'm shocked. We got lines open. 800-951-0592. Pedro News Hour. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. Let me give you a few details. They're coming out here. So here's how this was working. Uh, 15% corporate minimum tax. Uh I don't know that they can pull that off. I, I again, how does tax breaks uh, until you don't? I don't know. Uh, sounds like wishful thinking, uh, but that is supposed to be. And I, and I got. I'm sorry. I got to get a little closer here. Three hundred and thirteen billion dollars. So according to uh, what they're saying. The share of big companies, and I don't know what they're defining as big, that are paying less than 15% in taxes would equal $313 billion. Okay, so think about this. Like I said, I used Amazon as an example. Uh, how, many, how many workers' jobs is that going to cost? Thousands? 5,000? 10,000? Right? Amazon Prime membership goes up another three, four, five dollars. Uh, prescription drug pricing reform. They talked about this for ten million years. Uh, Two hundred sixty-eight billion. So let me, for those of you that are uneducated on that, I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version of prescription drugs. The drug companies convinced our elected officials, and they did this. Decades ago, and continued to do it today, that, hey, in order for us to sell drugs cheaper to Mexico and, and Panama and Africa, you know what? You guys need to pay more. So anybody who lives in Arizona knows, go to Yuma. Major, major uh Old, older people, communities there. Sun City here. Down in uh, Tucson. Same thing. Because they can drive across the border 
and buy the drugs that will keep them alive for less than what they can get here. And so much less that it's actually worth them living in places like Yuma, as an example, because that's how much money they're going to save, Jason. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's the way it works. I just... Uh... I'm, I'm working on some of your technical difficulties we're having here on this side, Joe. Okay. But, but uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I agree with everything you just said. Absolutely. And, and, and in theory, so, we, again, they deliberately charge us more. Now, we already know who buys the most prescription drugs. It's not even close. right? The United, the United States, States buys, <laughs> by far. buys more prescription drugs. It's not even close. There's, there's no league uh, that, that plays the NFL. Yeah, league. right. Right. It's, it's, it's so far, yeah. It's us, and then maybe the rest of the world combined. So you would say, hey, volume discounts, we should pay the least. We buy the most. No, we pay the most. So apparently they're saying they're going to fix that uh, for $288 billion. Uh, I can tell you right there, fantasy, another fantasy. So they've got almost $600 billion of fantasy. Uh, IRS tax reform. $124 billion. Well, we already know, right? They're best for a while. That just means more audits, right? More more IRS. Uh, the answer is less IRS, but but nonetheless, uh, that's, that's kind of their proposal. And then some loophole for $14 billion. And then they're going to spend about $433 billion dollars uh, to come up with this mythical $300 billion savings, uh, Jason. So th- that's the details of it. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not a big fan of the drug companies to begin with, Joe. I never have been. I, I, uh, but uh, they have a tremendous influence. Oh, it's nonsense. But I want people to understand. If they're going to start charging us less, that would mean they'd That'd have to good, charge yes. the third world countries more, which means it's all of a sudden yeah. it's not going to happen. Then they're going to have to raise the prices for everybody anyway. So it's a net, net, lose, lose. But listen, this little game's been going on, like I said, for decades. Uh, so interesting ideas uh, coming out of Joe Manchin. Uh, and again, I, the likely scenario is what's going to happen is they're going to spend close to a trillion dollars and we're not going to get cheaper drugs. We're, we're not going to get this 15% minimum tax rate and we're probably going to be stuck with a bigger IRS, Jason. Yeah, I, I agree, Joe. I, I had just talked to a customer God, a week or two ago, uh, wanting to move to Mexico. He was trying to get some advice on how to get his gold down there and a whole bunch of other stuff. But uh, had mentioned that his wife had to have a lot of health care down there. And uh, testing for this and mammograms, thought maybe there was some, some cancer and this and that. And just testing and, 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 and lots of health care. And uh, the bill came to less than $1,000. Make, it makes you Listen, wonder. I'm going to tell you wonder. right now, this is a huge industry, whether it's Tijuana. I mentioned uh, Yuma, San Luis. Go down uh, to Sierra Vista there, uh, Nogales. Uh, in Texas, Mexico's got this down to a science. These border towns, they're loaded. Uh, dentists, doctors, pharmacies. I mean, uh, it's, it's a literally, it is a cottage industry, uh, where people go down there and, and, and get things done. 
forget about 50%. A lot of times you pay 70 and 80% yep. less. Yeah, Joe, I mean, if you're a doctor and you can cut out all of that extra cheese that you have to give to everybody else, yeah, you probably make some pretty decent money just taking a bigger percentage of your uh, health care that you're giving out, right? Just it's just it's just simple dollars and cents. So when you hear about this big plan that the Democrats want to pass, it's just going to make everything more expensive and regulate things way more and co- make things cost more. It's, it's just draining the middle and business class. It's I don't know, I can't believe how bad the, the bankers and the corporations really want us to uh, kill this middle class and business class, Joe. But it's it's happening right in front of our face. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Pizza Radio News. Our twenty dollar gold pieces. These are the one ounce gold pieces on sale today. Two thousand one seventy five. Uh, gold has been screaming higher uh, ever since uh, yesterday afternoon with the Fed's announcement. Seventeen fifty seven. Silver's all the way nineteen eighty eight on silver. Uh, got about a case or 25 rolls or so of Silver Eagles left uh, the, the, at $710. If you're just joining us, the world's largest wholesaler just informed us, Jason, that they have sold out of all utility silver. The bullion banks have no Silver Eagles, right? We're buying silver on, on secondary markets, and even those markets uh, look like they've dried up. How many times have I said, Joe, that uh – when the prices are low, but it's like we can't get it, that there must be some big buyers out there. And then here we actually had the story of a big buyer scooping it all up while the price was low. And, of course, they're not going to ha- How are they going to have any when the prices have gone up so dramatically the last day and a half? How are they going to have any supply, Joe? Because we're, 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 silver's heading towards 20 bucks, right? It just suddenly, dramatically just shifted back in the, in, in the positive direction. Who's going to have any available? Obviously, they're going to uh, And again, right, uh, even stuff like $5 Liberties, which we ran on sale earlier this week, gone, right? Uh, we've got some 20s here, uh, but we've been saying really for the last about, what, 10 days or so, how the supply has disappeared again. Uh, and that's usually what, you know, I've been doing this a long time, 20 years. That's usually what happens, right? We get the, the especially when you get a fall that nobody actually believes, right? No one actually believed. $18 silver. No one actually believed, uh, what was gold, 1670 gold, right? But what happens is the big money comes in, they buy up the physical supply, and then, then you know, all of a sudden here comes these big turnarounds and it goes screaming up higher. Uh, and the problem is the, the, that uh, not only are the prices going higher, Jason, but the premiums are going higher. Premiums on silver jumped a dollar an ounce from where they were two days ago. So they already, we already had sky high premiums and now all of a sudden here comes silver up almost a couple of dollars. Well, it's actually up almost three dollars when you do it with a, a, another dollar in premium. Yeah, they were just starting to to come down, weren't they, Joe? They were just the premiums were just, just starting, just to, starting yep. to come down, and then uh, suddenly it's like, well, well, forget that, <laughs> forget that, Joe. Physical and paper, silver and gold prices are are uh, really uh, going apart uh, at the seams, and I, that's really what needs to happen, Joe. We need to get we need to get physical metal prices uh, converged away from the paper price. We need to get a, a logical silver and gold physical price uh, evaluation somewhere. So somewhere in the future, would be nice. Well, listen, 
J.P. Morgan controls this more. And it's it's really sick because J.P. Morgan, right, already pleaded guilty to manipulating the metals markets. Matter of fact, their traders are getting ready uh, to go to jail here. And they just said, dude, what are you talking about? That's how we were trained to do it, right? So this was no secret inside of J.P. Morgan. So you would think that would be an easy call. Okay, you're guilty. You know, of course, Jamie Dimon and, and all the uh, executives should be the ones going to prison, but that never happens. It'll be the traders that were just doing what their boss told them to do. But you would think at the least, okay, you know what? You're not even allowed to trade in that business. Instead, J.P. Morgan still dominates it, right? 800 9510592